Hello and welcome to our first podcast as Quartet, where we talk about <laughs> we are Quartet Quartety emotions today. Exactly. Wow, you sound like a like I'm going like to do a yoga like session. Voice. Oh, I'm feeling that vibe. Honestly, <laughs> all I want to do is just like lay down. And <laughs> so Sophia's just eating an apple. <laughs> okay, guys, this is gonna be a really organic conversation. Clearly, I'm eating a fruit, so organic like the apple. <laughs> organic mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, we just want to talk about the emotions we feel as human beings. So just us four girls doing what we want, doing what we want to say. That just makes sense, but here I am chewing away. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, strongest emotion you felt recently? Mine's Ooh. love. I just recently found myself a boyfriend somehow. Just stumbled <laughs> upon him. Thanks to Cupid across the room. Uh, <laughs> so my strongest emotion has definitely been love. It's been actually kind of interesting because it's been like, honestly, kind of like a roller coaster. If I'm being truly honest, because there'll be nights. I don't know why. Does anyone feel like nights you get the strongest type of emotions oh, yeah. versus like the yes. very start of a day or the very middle of a day? Like mm-hmm. at night, like the intensity of them is so strong. I don't understand why. I wonder if there is like some science behind that. But like since dating Brian, like sometimes like at night, I get such intense emotions that I'm just like so giggity and I'm like, ooh, I'm on a high. Like literally, <laughs> I feel like I'm on some type of drug. Yeah. Um, and then. Like I say, really embarrassing, stupidly honest things to him, or like journal about it, and then in the morning I'll wake up and I'm like, why the fuck <laughs> did that happen? You really want to like that? Yeah. Well, like mm-hmm. I question the whole the like the whole emotion in general sometimes, where I'm just like, did I really feel that, or am I making myself feel that? Mm-hmm. Is it like I don't know? For me, it just I still struggle with the whole like of having really deep deeply rooted um, emotions just because mm-hmm. of the way I was raised so for me intense emotions is still a foreign foreign thing so I'm just getting used to it yeah. but I'm definitely liking it it's just mm-hmm. kind of been like I don't really know how true it really is like I know it's you're like evolving like yeah that. yeah evolving because I'd say like I know it's true but like it's mm-hmm. still teeter totters right, right and so for me it's just like when do I like? When do I question it? When do I just say it's okay and you keep moving on? You know. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Mine would be anger. <laughs> hey, <laughs> surprising coming from me, but I think it took me so by shock, and I've heard that like being angry, you're only really gonna upset yourself in the long run because it's the way you're reacting to the situation. Um, but it's so hard, so I just have to walk away. But I was so surprised, like, I physically could not focus because I was so just boiling over for a little bit. I had to just walk away. What was Like, the what's the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to get into, like, crazy details if you don't want to. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't incriminate yourself yeah. on the internet. <laughs> I know, I'm not going to incriminate too much bad. Uh, general tone responses Ooh, to that gets my me. suggestions. When I don't expect them to be like a debate, but when I have an idea and it gets shut down in a certain way, I think tone is everything, which is also something that would be a really interesting topic too. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. How you perceive things versus Just communication what people in general. Perceive us. Yeah, kind of, some people yeah. think it's direct to right. say things a certain way, but there's so much you have to take into account with grace and, right. you know, relationship. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To you, Teeny? Um, I felt accomplished. Uh, I went climbing with so the other day, and we had a pretty good day. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel for you, you could definitely say, like, pride. Maybe pride as a, yeah, one of just, your emotions because you did some really difficult routes. Yeah. And you took your time. You had, your, you had a lot of patience and you got to the top. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I was literally bitching. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, I so think, pissed. Yeah. I think prideful would be a good word, too, just because I have been, like, recently getting into climbing. So after practicing it for so much and like seeing it pay off is like yeah. super rewarding um and finally because like a big thing for me was sometimes i do tasks but like i never finish them um that's what yeah yeah so i feel like this is something that i'm like presently like looking at that i practice and i'm finally seeing it as like my reality which is pretty cool yeah. and it's really interesting to hear you say prideful in such like a positive connotation because mm-hmm. so often saying that someone's prideful yeah. or like calling someone That's prideful true. or something like mm-hmm. that is such a negative thing but That's I feel like we thing. forget that it is a good thing to have pride sometimes like right. it's okay to like be proud of yourself it's exactly. okay to like mm-hmm. be like no like I did this obviously like still be humble at the same time and that in itself is a balancing act but right. like I like the confidence yeah. to be mm-hmm. able to call yourself prideful in such a, a positive way yeah I definitely think it's important to like check in with just being proud of your own little accomplishments because like how often do people really think about or like the little challenges that they have like taken care of I guess like the little things that they've been able to accomplish yeah do you you guys like ever celebrate yourselves in a like prideful manner like whether it's in public or privately I feel like sometimes it depends who you're around if other people do then you're more apt to do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or to feel like you need to keep up mm-hmm. with I feel like everybody is sharing their highlights these days mm-hmm. or they're who talks lows. about it hmm? maybe I sometimes feel that more people are showing it rather than talking about it like talking about the process that they went through right. to get to that high yeah. moment as opposed to just the high moment mm-hmm. uh, yeah it could just be like hyper sales culture too though yeah that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard for me sometimes to, like, take a moment to be proud of myself. Even, like, at work, like I said, I've been having trouble, like, inducing patience sometimes. But, like, I've been really good at intubating and everything. And so mm-hmm. today, I had several where I, like, didn't do well. And then one that I, like, hit no problem, got it good. And my manager was like, hey, yeah, see, like, you did it. Like, you are awesome at this. Like, you know how to do it. You just need like, to get out of your head and stuff. And I was just like, yeah, 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 I guess, whatever. Da, 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 da. Like, moved on. Instead mm-hmm. of, like, allowing myself to, like... Mm-hmm. take that in and be like you know what yeah like I, I am good at this I can do this I just need to get out of my head you know mm-hmm. um, right. I think that that's like kind of varies from person to person because I feel like there are some people who like take comp- it's like the whole like yes. how well do you take compliments kind of yes, thing like some people take compliments super mm-hmm. well and can take it like super gracefully kind of thing and some people will just like me just kind of like awkwardly fumble over like yes. compliments and nice things said and they're just like <laughs> yeah <Thanks. laughs> I think that's a cool thing. you know yeah. and that's such a such an interesting thing and I feel like in general there can be a hyper awareness to our own faults or negativities mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter how many 
times people will say good things about you, mm-hmm. you focus on the one thing. You, thing that you messed up. Yes, mm-hmm. you failed yeah. here, you could have done this better, you need to change mm-hmm. this about yourself. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I think, I mean, going back to like the whole like being prideful thing, like sometimes you're like frowned upon for celebrating yourself, you're frowned upon for being like oh yeah I do this like really well actually it's like when the whole idea of like if someone compliments you and you're like oh thanks like I know or like oh yeah yeah thanks yeah kind of thing instead like, of being like oh, like you think so well thank you so you know yeah. but just like taking it fully confident being like I acknowledge that you also agree with me in the way yeah. that I feel about myself mm-hmm. kind of thing is a different perspective to like accepting a compliment as opposed to I've never seen that part of myself thank you so much for yeah shining light on it and enlightening me about like this certain thing you know Mm -hmm. obviously like I'm kind of thinking about like compliments like on a superficial level of yeah but I actually think about like like, when I first got the job and moving here Mm -hmm. like I was so in between of announcing it because I was proud of myself Mm -hmm. because I mean I made a massive step all by myself Mm -hmm. with no help at all but then there's that part of me is like is this bragging should I even show that like I'm proud of myself or is this rubbing it in? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a constant problem for a lot of people nowadays, mm-hmm. especially if like they've worked really hard and like, you know, like getting that promotion or mm-hmm. some people they'll definitely talk about it. But mm-hmm. I, for some reason, struggle trying to like portray it in a matter of like, yay me, yeah. Yeah. like just letting you know, like hard work pays off. I'm an example, not yeah. like, right. like, you know, shoving it in your face and yeah. saying like, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> go. Yeah. yeah. You know, you almost like feel the need to add that disclaimer of like, hey, this took a lot of hard work, like da 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 kind of thing, which mm-hmm. is good to like give the full picture of like what it took to accomplish a certain thing because mm-hmm. things aren't always gonna come easy for yeah. for you in life and everything. But it also kind of feels like I don't know, like you being so conscious, like overly conscious of like not bragging and not being seen as someone mm-hmm. who's just like had to think past. Yeah things handed to you and things like that. No, I was just going to say, I think it's more for me because I can agree with that completely, but just being selective with who I tell my stuff to because you don't owe any, you don't owe everyone an, like an explanation, but the people that care and I feel like they're going to give me a genuine like intentional response back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to be selective. So I don't know. I think it's just like getting a feel for also your relationship with them because it's going to be different with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like even with the job transition I'm kind of going through, I didn't really tell a lot of people on my floor, um, but I told a select few that I felt like I maintained a good relationship with that work. So I'm like, oh, like I'll just kind of mm-hmm. hint it, you know, but I just don't think it's everyone's business and then it kind of will lose its value for my own self, I think, if I don't if I tell too many people, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there is, or what is the most powerful emotion to you, or strongest? Wow, tears is so easy. I feel like I can yeah. answer for you. Really? It's fucking joy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or laughter. Oh is that what you would say? I don't. I don't. So you're asking me what the strongest emotion I've ever felt is? Like one that you can't it's suppress e- and cannot, oh. and could take over your thought process and like your behaviors if you let it. Like hardest to control, most powerful. Oh. Um, cry? No. <laughs> Are you okay? Ricky? I'm gonna fucking out myself. No, go for no. it. 
Teenage, she's yeah. thinking about it. Maybe the aunt, her answer. I mean, if Ricky's yeah. got out yourself. No, I, I want you to out yourself. I'm processing. No, I'm just a fucking sad girl, y'all. Like, that's the only thing I'm going to out myself Billy, about. Billy, I like, the over there in the corner. But the you're strongest like... emotion that, like, can, if, if we're going by that, the strongest yeah. emotion I felt that will, like, overwhelm me and, like, I can't get a hold of and can't control is just sadness and emptiness and loneliness. Like, a combination of those three things. That's Those are the ones that, like, if I start feeling that and I don't get a hold of it soon enough like it is going to consume me wow yeah okay yeah. and like even like I've been in love and like that makes me blind to certain things and I'd say like that's like a close second even like love for like friends like that kind of thing like it will I can let that get out of control to the point of like over myself and giving less like so much of myself that I don't take care of myself kind of thing mm-hmm. um but the one that like it's at least in my life that has proven time and time again to be the one that will control me is that like loneliness honestly what it boils down to is loneliness okay. interesting is there something that like you are doing not, not you because it's not like you elicit your own sadness but like i don't even know honestly but i like, have you identified a, a potential source for it? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I was going to mention when we were talking about, like, extroversion and stuff like that, is that, like, I noticed within myself a pattern of, like, the times where I'm reaching out to people more. I'm the first one texting. I'm the one, like, making phone calls to my family out of the blue and things like that and just, like, calling them randomly or, like being like hey we should go do this thing with like friends and things like that those are the times when I know that I'm doing really healthy that I'm doing really really well Mm -hmm. and then it's the times when I allow myself to like stay in my room and all the thoughts of like I would reach out but like I'm probably just gonna bother them like oh I don't want to like I don't know what they're doing with their day I don't want to like intrude on like what's going on with them kind of thing and I just like allow myself to start like closing in Mm -hmm. um that's when it like starts to not be great kind of thing so that's yeah. where that like extroversion for me at least like when I, how I know that I am so extremely extroverted that like it's really important for my like mental health probably to yeah. like a like slightly toxic degree um mm-hmm. but I know that like I it's very bad for me to be <laughs> like but you're aware of this which I think is super important yeah 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 I can be and sometimes that's really good because I can catch it and like kind of like okay yeah I need to like reach out to someone I need to like say something da 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 but then sometimes it's like I see it coming like I've before I've like described it to a friend as like it's like a like a storm you can see on the horizon like coming okay. in. you see the clouds you see the signs of it you feel the wind right. changing and stuff and you're like I should go grab an umbrella I should go put on Rayco. I should go in the house I should do something right to like help and to protect about like what's coming on and there are sometimes I see it coming I'm just like I don't have the fucking energy to like yeah. try and so not give into this kind of thing you know and then you just like let yourself get wet in the rain yeah yeah Aww. and sometimes the rain lasts for a night sometimes it lasts for a day sometimes it lasts for months wow. it just mm-hmm. depends it hasn't lasted for months in a long time yeah. and I'm really really thankful for that but would you declare that like almost like a mild depression I don't I hesitate to do that I think I was talking with you about this the other day like the therapist Mm -hmm. because I've I've never been diagnosed with that I know depression is much more than just the way that you feel it's like a like a legitimate like chemical imbalance in in your brain kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and so I've never never been to a therapist never been diagnosed never been on antidepressants or anything like that so like I can't I don't feel comfortable 
claiming it to be that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you said it comes in waves, Mm -hmm. and it's like something. Do you think it's easy to escape once you are in the rain, or is it more so that you feel like you're stuck outside and locked outside of your house? It depends. Uh, Sometimes it feels like I'm stuck outside and that I'm the one who's holding the door closed at the same time, if that makes sense. And yeah, and sometimes it feels like I'm just kind of like, I just kind of have to like wait it out and let myself feel it and then just kind of go to sleep and hope that it's better in the morning kind of thing. Um, and sometimes it's not even like a sadness, it's just like, it's like everything's black and white. Like nothing, you don't really feel like super high, super low, you're just kind of like co-hosting through through your life, through your days. Like things that would normally make you like super excited and super happy, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, that's cool, like it's really interesting, awesome. And things that like normally would like send you over the edge, like make you super frustrated or mad or sad or whatever, you're just kind of like, yeah, that's life sometimes, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, like, things are, your life is happening to you, you're not living, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) anyone else wants to answer the question, feel free to. Well, after like hearing all yours, I like that. Yeah, that was my deep shit. Literally, I loved it. I love the analogy of the rain. Like that was a very like visual, and I that's the yeah. I really, I feel like a lot of people could relate to that. It's the easiest way that I've found to like describe what it feels like to like you see it coming and you feel it and you notice the signs and everything. And sometimes you're like, okay, I should get out of this, and sometimes you're just like. Or you try to open the umbrella and then it just flies away. Yeah, like you try and reach out to someone and you reach out to the wrong person. And (laughs) you're just like, (laughs) fuck me. What do you mean? And you're just like, never mind, I'm not talking to anyone ever again. Have a good day, have a good life. (laughs) See you, maybe. That, like, relate to, I mean, on an opposite spectrum to Joyfair, or do you feel like a different emotion has come to mind? Um, I would, I am pretty happy, like, for the most part, and I do have a a lot more joys than sad moments, but I feel that that doesn't mean I don't think about those moments or have those moments. Mm -hmm. Um, they just never last long, though. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, like, I, it could be a few hours, it could be a night, and then the next morning I feel this motivation to kind of make up for it and it's Mm. like that lost time because I know I deserve better and I need I just want my life to move forward from that emotion yeah um but I have felt that it just doesn't I will I feel that from my personality it can never last longer than a day or something's wrong do you I'm trying to think how to describe it so do you feel like you just kind of like so imagine if it's like mm-hmm. an ocean or a puddle or something like that or like a pool you feel like you just kind of like swim in it a little bit you feel it and then you're able to just like get out and keep going kind of thing yes okay so then that compared yes. to like when i think of it when i feel it sometimes it is like that where i can feel it like sadness or loneliness or whatever it is feel it be in it 
hop on the stairs, get out. And sometimes it's like I am thrown into the deep end with rocks on me right. as hard as I try to get out. Like I, I'm not only like in it and can't get out, but I'm mm-hmm. so overwhelmed with it that there's like nothing else that I can feel right. for a little bit. And I don't know why. I don't know like what's going on. There are times where I'm like, I literally have no reason to be feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Like I can list things about like what's good in my life, what's happy, what the joyful things, like why I should right. be okay. Mm-hmm. And all of it, for some reason, just, like, means nothing to me in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I think it's also, we just, different people mm-hmm. resurface at a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for me, I can resurface faster, but that's, like, my baseline, I guess you could say. But yours is going to be different, and yours is going to be different than yours, too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have, a, you have a certain emotion for uh, yeah, I, was like, I mean, for me, I was thinking, because um, I, I can't decide, it's kind of between two, or maybe I would declare them kind of like the same emotion for me. I feel like one, it's like a negative emotion that I can definitely get stuck on, and it's hard for me to like crawl out of, is shame and disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have to be like um, something extreme, like it can be something small or it can be something big like yesterday it took me like a good like 35 minutes to shake off like you know just failing at my rock climbing routes because I could not get it or just not having enough patience with myself or dedication on wanting something for myself that I know I want but not putting the dedication in. so I'm just like doing something I'm just gonna set myself up to disappoint myself in mm. um and then like there have been like other situations like um like in my relationships um not so much like I don't know like just making dumb mistakes like trying to like hooking up with somebody and then realizing it was like a massive mistake and then like shaming yourself for so long mm-hmm. and trying to forgive yourself about what you did because then it made sense or then it was like I think I, I need this to yeah. replenish myself for you know to feel important again but then the next morning you wake up and you're just like what the fuck everybody's like, been there exactly <laughs> exactly so it's just like and and for me like I since I'm kind of more conservative of like how I like I, I don't know give myself to people when I give myself to people I'm like and it's not deserving for them it is so hard for me to just like forgive myself and be like because I'll just literally trash talk myself all day it's like you little piece of shit why'd you do that like well they didn't need that and like it takes me talking I don't even know what even really heals it if it's like journaling about it or talking about it sometimes I'll just hardcore suppress it with different distractions and pretend it never happened like I definitely can black out a memory for sure if I choose to but other times I feel like trying to be more healthy about how I process things so like just talking it out with somebody I feel like it's my because I've never done therapy either I kind of it's like a stigma in my family too so like not that I'm against it but it's just like will insurance cover it how will I get this started Mm -hmm. yeah um like do I just sit there on the couch and just be like hey my name's Soph I got issues like just like okay this is like my pity party session let's go yeah. yeah i don't know so i mean that's been one of them 
actually that's like the only one that I can just like it just takes me a little bit to get out of mm-hmm. but then eventually I'll just like give myself kind of a pep talk and I'll resurface kind of like Tina mm-hmm. says it doesn't take me that long but it will haunt me more than anything mm-hmm. like yeah I'll feel like shit for like maybe two three days and then I'm like get your fucking shit together life goes on mm-hmm. and but then every now and again it will just like you know you're driving in the car or you're in the grocery store and like that memory pops up all over it again kind of dwells on you. yeah literally just comes, yeah. comes right in and comes I'm on just, your shoulder i love that and i'm just like what the fuck are you doing in my mind get out it's like that cereal commercial with that holy thing that huh? that like sugary thing yeah, yeah. you know what i'm talking I about think so vaguely. and it like what? comes onto your shoulder and it's like no nah. it's like talking to you it's no. like that little. <laughs> no, this is that thing. I, I don't even watch a lot of TV. About. I know this. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no fucking clue. What you're talking about. <laughs> Are you sure you're talking about the, the angel and the devil angel. thing? No, no. It's like a brand. Fl- it's not a brand. Fl- I feel like I've seen it. It's, it's a toaster shoot. No, it's not a toaster shoot. The cinnamon toast crunch. Those things are fucking. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon toast crunch are fucking monster goblins who eat themselves. Yeah. Yeah. God, what is this? It's like a sugar brand. Yeah, it's a powdered wheat. Like a it's a kashi cereal. Shredded wheat? A oh, single. Shredded wheat. Frosted mini wheats. Wheats. Yes. Oh, and I fucking love frosted mini wheats. I have no idea what song you're singing right now, but I <laughs> love frosted mini wheats. Oh, Ooh, we should have cereal night. That's so weird. <laughs> 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 Just who buys cereal anymore? Want to sit in a circle and eat our favorite yeah. cereal and then go to bed. Discuss it. Hi, Sophia again, interrupting this program because I'm learning how to edit this podcast and I don't know how to fix this break. So here is my voice and we're going to transition into the next segment. The people that you surround yourself with, what they're attracted to, you'll start to get attracted to it. So for example, say like, Risa, you love bird watching and I'm like, oh wow, like, I'm outside and I get really into bird watching because I remember that you really like bird watching. <laughs> so then it's kind of what you, that's what you attract into your life. Mm. Um, so that's why, I mean, people always say you're like a mesh of the four people you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. the four or five people. Um, and I really think that does have an impact. I think it does. And I think that you can also, at the same time, choose what you take away from every relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. Not just like, romantic relationship with like friendships and stuff that you have um like they're again like it's like you're saying like it's a post of like i still eat like raymond the way that my best friend used to make it and da 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 i still like shop at this one specific store because Mm -hmm. this girl that i haven't talked to in 10 years like showed it to me because it was her favorite store kind Mm -hmm. of thing things like that where even though you don't still have a connection with that person you don't necessarily do that thing just because it reminds you of that person it's become a part of your life because you interacted with that person. It's not crazy, you know. Yeah. And that like chain of events. Like I got into climbing because of my ex and everything. Mm-hmm. And when I was with him, it brought me so much more joy than it does now. It's not that I don't necessarily like it anymore. Right. Like I think it's a cool little thing mm-hmm. to do sometimes, yeah. whatever. But I'm not as like excited about it as I was when it meant that that was time that we got to spend together. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think that maybe that's like almost like a fault of my personality is to become so I think it's invested in someone else because I care about them so much that I don't think that's it's empathy in you Ricky yeah empathy to a fault sometimes though I mean I don't think that that's just you alone because I feel like in every relationship that I've been whether it is a romantic one or a friendship one I start to like purposely want to know or try and understand 
their like what they like Mm -hmm. and I mean sometimes it's music genre sometimes it's a hobby Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like a way of thinking it's not so much more like that I just can't help it but it's more like you're curious Mm -hmm. and I and I feel like that's there's nothing wrong with that at all yeah it's just you do have to make sure you have a like a good balance of it versus it completely overtaking you and then it becoming you yeah and I then think you- that that's more where my fault would lie I add myself to a friendship and not let the friendship become myself if that makes sense yeah well, I like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no that makes sense Ooh, I have a question that just popped in my head mm-hmm. okay so my question is do you guys think that the self like us as a being would be the same with emotions or without emotions like does the self come with with the emotions the human self yeah the human self like if we describe the self i feel like there's no way to describe the self without this without the emotions attached to it because our brains are so freaking complex like we have all these lobes that have different like sensories they have all different purposes literally there's so many functions yeah, so, like, wherever the self lies, I feel like there's no way to detach emotion if you try to describe the self of a being. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I definitely like crickets because of how deep that is. No, it is. Yeah. When you're thinking about it. If you take away the emotion, you take away the human aspects, so then it's not human. Well, it's not mm-hmm. even, like, living. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's not even humans that just feel emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, what I was talking about earlier, like the theory of emotion by what chick I think his name was, or whatever. I could look up the theory But one of the like points of it, there's like ten points of the theory of emotion, and one of those points was that emotions are based in like an evolutionary um, basis, mm-hmm. and that all animals have emotions, obviously well, including yeah. humans. Yeah. Like, yeah. So something to it may have like, most... like think of dogs like cats yeah. dolphins well, I think fish our emotions fear. are way more complex though right I, yeah I would agree with like that it can kind of highway into different mm-hmm. but even like think about like jealousy yeah like dogs... jealousy is such like an like oh yeah dolphins fear to feel jealousy yeah you I know my dog has felt yeah. jealousy yeah. <laughs> you know like <laughs> jealousy like, we yeah. never hit that you know yeah, like, jealousy things... Oh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. That's just a good... We, jealous. Like, if you think of the word jealous, it kind of sounds weird, but... Do you guys get jealous, and yes. what <laughs> makes you the most jealous? Ooh. That's FOMO. a... FOMO? Fear of missing out. Yeah, FOMO makes me, like, hella jealous. Really? I have to, like, watch myself and remind myself that the world literally does not Joma. revolve around me. Wow. What joy of missing out? No. FOMO. <laughs> I love that. Like, but I've heard FOMO being transitioned to JOMO. What? Well, that's kind of what I did. missing out? Because, okay, the re- one of the reasoning. I love that. It's because you're happy with where you're at right now. And you, like, say your friends are going out one night. But you were like, hey, I'm just going to have, like, a night to myself because I mentally need it. And I just mm-hmm. want to stay in and read a book. Mm-hmm. So the joy in itself is that you're doing something to better yourself rather than thinking okay. about it's a, just a that, no, no. I see that side. Yeah. I guess that when I think of FOMO, I also but think I, of like you don't even get the invitation. Like you just gotcha. see that people that you care about, people that your friends mm. or whatever, have gone right. out and then not even bother to like mm-hmm. ask. 
you or yeah, say anything to you kind of thing. Okay. It's like that kind of. And then I guess it's not as much jealousy as it's like bitterness at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? You know? Mm-hmm. But I guess like the then the like, like the FOMO and the jealousy comes in. And what I was saying about like reminding myself that the world doesn't revolve around me. So like people can hang out outside of me and have fun. It's fine. I you think know? we've all felt that though. Yeah. At some yeah. point of our lives. Yeah. It's very easy to to feel yeah. like. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like the like it's not. I think it doesn't make you a bad person to feel the like quote unquote bad emotions. No, it's like how no. you handle them. Right. And how you're like, it's like, oh my god, the word fucking toxic is thrown around everywhere. Everyone's toxic. Everyone's been toxic. Everyone's done fucking toxic things. You know? Everyone's been a toxic person at one point in their life. You know, like you cannot say that you have it. And yeah. if you think that you have it, think deeper. Or whatever. Anyway. But <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that word is like thrown around so much. And I think that and then it's like this mindset of like, oh, if someone's toxic in your life, cut them out. No. That yeah, not that's not as, yeah. To some degree, if someone's abusive, yes. Right. Get them the fuck out of your life. If someone is purposefully manipulative and refuses, like, and refuses to acknowledge it or refuses to change, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't deserve to be part of that relationship, you know? Like, you deserve better than that kind of thing. But if it's just that, like, you notice a toxic thing in someone's life that otherwise they're like a pretty fucking good friend and stuff like that then give a shit enough to say something to them and like want them to be better yeah help them be better kind of thing and that's one thing that i like wrote down as we were talking and stuff Mm -hmm. is the idea of like surrounding yourself with those who always cheer you on always say good things about you they're like yes men kind of people versus surrounding yourself with people who like care enough to challenge you and care enough to be like hey you know like you've kind of been being a bitch lately yeah. like how's it going you good you don't want to what do we need to yeah like that kind of thing and obviously like saying it with love and like right. knowing the, the level of your relationship with someone of like if you can say that kind of thing to of them and if you're questioning if you can or not and, like yeah maybe mm-hmm. you shouldn't right but oh yeah that'd be like me telling you like just yes to your van life but then completely ignoring the fact of like have you saved up enough money have Mm -hmm. you thought about a backup plan yeah have you thought about like if you're stuck in the middle of the road Mm -hmm. who are you gonna call Mm -hmm. like you know i'm not afraid to tell you that but like our other friends Mm -hmm. like caring enough to like yeah yeah like caring well like about your well-being versus just your idea of what you want Mm -hmm. being willing to like poke at so like the idea of like van life that i want to do i think that being willing to poke at that, not in a way to, like, dismantle it, not to be like, that's dumb, why would you do that, that kind of thing, but poke at it in a way to be like, hey, making sure, like, this is foolproof, like, if you're gonna do this, yes. you're gonna do it well, mm-hmm. kind of thing, like, holding yeah. someone to a high, yeah, holding someone mm-hmm. to a high standard, holding them accountable to, like, yeah, like, yeah if you're gonna do this, you're gonna fucking do it well, because I know that you can do this, kind of thing, mm-hmm. which sounds tough, but I think we all need a little bit of that, though. Mm-hmm. Either of you been jealous ever? <laughs> I forgot that that's where we started. I know, I was like, I'm so meeting. sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I was like very, in, and then I was like, wait, where did this come from? I was just always like trying to trace back. Mm-hmm. Jealousy. Um, jealousy. Because everybody experiences. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely feel jealousy. Um, for me, I mean, my jealousy comes from when, because of my personality and my drive. Um, it's definitely more so. I get jealous um, if I'm not the best. And I mean, not more so like I have to be the best of the best, but just like 
I don't. I hate being mediocre. Oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> being an average Joe is so not me. <laughs> and so I get jealous if I blend in with them. And um, I see someone that is like better than me and you I'm just... don't blend in. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I would say my jealousy comes from like when people are actively better than I am and I can't help but like know that I lack that skill. Or, like, I lack that discipline to, like, I want it, but I lack the discipline to actually reach it. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, I'm so jealous of people that know so many more languages. Like, sure, I know too. Like, but that was, like, ingrained. Like, that was mm-hmm. handed to me because of my background. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would love to know, like, two, three more. But to actually, like, put myself to it, mm-hmm. I just, for some reason, can't. And so I'm so jealous of people that have, like, literally forced themselves or literally just went into a different country. It's like, okay, I'm going to learn. Yeah. I know. I guess that's my type of jealousy is more so accomplishment jealousy versus like, you know, you guys hanging out and I'm not there. Like I used to yeah. have, I used to have FOMO because I was insecure, but then I was like, I have great friends. Like, why does it matter if one's hanging out? Mm-hmm. with the other and not oh, well, me like, you're so different yeah like it took me actually a quite a long time i think since i've matured it's definitely helped but back in the day i had a really hard time really understanding that like personalities are different and it's totally okay that sometimes certain personalities do work better together mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. versus in a group Correct. because like there are those girl gangs that hang out and we all get along but then outside like solo no one hangs out because of the personality mm-hmm. um you know combinations at least that's yeah. that's in my opinion mm-hmm. i've noticed that because mm-hmm. i've been a part of like quite a few like girl groups like we weren't all like super tight like we are now well i have another one um but we all live in different states mm-hmm. but that's like something i've definitely realized yeah i definitely see it as more of an accomplishment to know that I am changing and I'm not settling for the same types of conversations I guess and wanting to be with different people that challenge me mm-hmm. and like you guys all do that as a group but also individually if that mm-hmm. makes sense um, but I can relate with like self-discipline I think you are more I'm jealous of other people's self-discipline on what they have or like if they're like oh I do this every morning and like I have this routine I'm like what the hell? Like, I could never do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get very jealous of, like, entrepreneurs, honestly. That's a huge thing. Like, I'm always listening to, like, podcasts mm-hmm. of them because I'm like, how did they think of this idea? And, like, I didn't. And they're just, like, average shows. And, mm-hmm. like, I was listening to a podcast about how the healthy kombucha was made. Um, so just, like, random stories of original people like us. But it also... The flip side is we can all be those people too as they were once in our position. Um, I think it's just a matter of timing and like when I'm gonna get there or what's that, what that may look like for my life. Um, did you have a thought? Yeah, I was just gonna ask how, how would you guys measure having a successful life at the end? Hmm. Like what, what do you feel like you need in your life for it to feel yeah. successful? Like, if you, if you, God forbid, if you die tomorrow, mm-hmm. would you feel like you had a successful life? Or is oh, it yeah. Or, like, things that you still want to happen that you're holding out that you're, like, oh, I want so in? much, yeah. 
Um, I think for me, I want to have a lot of contribution towards different things. Mm-hmm. I want to feel that my work is valuable and I want to feel seen. But I also just want to feel like so much community that it's like not overwhelming, but for a good benefit. Like mm-hmm. it's going to a good purpose and the intentions are high. Um, I don't know, kind of making a name for yourself, but it doesn't always have to be something quote unquote famous, you -hmm. know? Um, I just want to feel that I've made an impact. Not necessarily the same, like, individual. Just for, like, the lifetime that you're alive? Or do you want to also ripple past or meal past? Oh, well, yeah, in, like, the small, simple moments, like being able to kind of change someone's day or spark a conversation that they probably have never had with you mm. okay. um, but I don't think that's everything and that's something that I need to remind myself of because mm-hmm. um, there's so many different other aspects to life I feel like having really success in life is having a happy life but having good relationships and feeling mm-hmm. that you can be your like full authentic like vulnerable self um, so success people. for you looks like healthy relationships. Yeah. Just feeling that I don't have to hold myself back. Yeah. Yeah. Risa? Gulping water. What? I was gulping water. Oh, I liked that. I don't feel the same pressure. I don't know if it's pressure. I, I think, think it, it's... maybe. For me, I think so. Okay. I feel like, um, I, I said this in college because I felt like, yeah, people had their ideas of what they wanted, but I felt so, at, of course things have changed since then, but I was so content with my life or where it was, I was like, you know, if I do die tomorrow, I'd be pretty damn satisfied. Oh, yeah. Like, there's of course things that I would change if I knew I had like three months, I would do all the things that I've been holding out to do, like travel the world and... Mm-hmm. I just do things I've never done just literally burn through my savings but I feel like if I don't get to do those things I'll also be like pretty okay mm. yeah it's been a pretty good I mean I've thought about like if I'm on my deathbed I already have like a handful of memories that are just gonna come flashing to me to know that yeah like not that I've made it but to know that I lived yeah and for me I think that's what would be a successful life mm-hmm. I guess is to know that I've lived not more so that, you know, that I got I got that job I always wanted or I built that two-story house and got the cars I wanted. Like, you know, those, like, stupid societal mm-hmm. um, milestones that you should be hitting to be successful? No. For me, it's, like, one of, like, my most burning memories that bring me so much happiness that make me feel so alive is when I was studying abroad in Italy and we were um, like hiking in Cinque Terre and then we came across a small village and these boys were playing soccer and some of us um, went down there and asked if we could play with them. Literally, language barrier. Yeah. They're they're yeah, like the they're like thirteen and fourteen and we like, you know, intermix, it's not like the freaking twenty year olds versus the fifth 13 year olds and so like we're literally playing soccer and then the rest of the t- um the class is just like being our fans and cheering on and it just was like such a freaking so fun time oh my gosh that like 
brings me so much joy and it's still so ingrained like the whole field the environment like it was like a foggy day like muggy yeah but at the but no matter what we were still able to express like you know like just the unity yeah that that you could bring together with people even that that are complete strangers that you've never met in your life have a lick of even like understanding who they are as a being but to still like you know still do something so simple and share that with them and then move on I know that you contributed to their life and they contributed to yours. Mm-hmm. I feel that is so successful mm-hmm. for a life. That's true. What about you, Risa? Um, I mean, oh. you kind of said it, but like you never really said like what do you think is a successful life? Oh. Comfortable successful life? Show? Like, yeah. Being authentic. Yeah. 100% throughout whatever phase you're at. Not doing something that's not aligning with who you are yes. or suppressing who you are, mm-hmm. which has like been pretty difficult. But yeah, I think if you know that you've lived the life you wanted in some extent, given your circumstance, I don't, I don't think there's such you thing did. as like a, a failure in yeah. life unless you like don't appreciate it. I think yeah. That's what it comes down to. Nice. I like that. Nice. That's funny. You're the one that asked the question. I she know. Can't I thought I had something. My life is successful if my friends at the end of the day could say that I was a reliable friend. I like that. You're a reliable Ooh, friend maker. Mm hmm. I guess it's based off of people's perceptive numbers, which is... <laughs> <laughs>